Hello, you're very welcome to the Women's Rugby Pod. I'm Johnny Hammond. And today, the latest in our mini-series where we're getting legends of the women's game to choose their all-time 15s. And today, really a, a legend of the game, a World Cup winner, the inaugural coach of the Barbarians, DOR for Wasps, and a lady who has smashed glass ceilings for coaching for many, many years now, uh, regarded as one of the best coaches in the women's game. We've got Giselle Mather on the line. Giselle, how are we? I'm very well, Johnny, and you? Yeah, we're right, thank you. We're, I think, sort of slightly duck-like, but I think everybody's at the moment, aren't they? Trying to stay serene on top of the water, but paddling like bilio underneath. Yeah, those hot sunny days seem a distant memory at the moment. Yeah, don't they just? Don't they just? But we've um, we've asked you to put um, put together a, a, a team. Now, a few people have done this and had sort of various caveats and, and what have you. It's entirely your team. So, what what are the what are the boundaries today we've we've got going? Well, what I've gone for is what I call my X Factor fifteen. So, players that really ask questions of defences. Um, and I've picked them from the teams from the Six Nations from um, way back to now, but minus any players that currently play for me at Wasps. Right. Yep. Yeah, no, nice. Just slide that in there very, very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think there's quite players. a few that could make it, but yeah, exactly that. Yeah, so it's, no. not, it's not happening. There'll be no uh, current Wasps in this team. Right. Great stuff. And has it, has it taken you a while with sort of balances and that kind of stuff? And I mean, yeah, you've come yeah, across but, a fair, but, fair few decent players over the years. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, when you have to sort of look at, at one player versus another um, when you're comparing them through the years. But an, an X Factor 15 are, are players that, for me, spring to mind that I look at and just go, oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, and and that that's something that they can consistently do, and and that they are often game breakers. Um, critical moments happen in and around them. Um, so yeah, uh, easy in that sense because they're eye-catching moments and eye-catching players. But comparing them across the years has been a real challenge. Lovely, great stuff. Well, yeah, I, I can't wait to to tuck in. So should we, should we do forwards, backs, and then and then replacements? Okay, sounds good. Great stuff. So, Giselle Mavis, all time X Factor 15. Is it, are, which one are you? Are you Simon Cowell, Sharon Osborne? Which, which X Factor judge would you I, be? I, I'd be none of them. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Scherzer, there you are. You can have her. Oh my word! (laughs) No, I don't think I fit into any of those brackets somehow. But never mind. No, you are your own bracket, indeedy. So anyway, uh, Giselle Mather's all-time X Factor fifteen. Your loose head is. Well, I've gone for Hannah Bottomman. Um, She just her huge carries, that incredible leg drive she has in in contact, and that really aggressive attitude. She absolutely exudes passion for what she does. Loves having the opportunity to have ball in hand and. She she breaks the line on so many different occasions and, and really gives momentum and go forward to her team. Um, and she does it consistently. So she takes my number one shirt. You have started very strongly with X Factor there, haven't you, with uh, with Hannah Bottomman? And still, she's still only 12 years of age, so an incredible career ahead of her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I think there's an awful lot more for, for to come from her. Yeah. So, yeah, um, my second one is a very, very skillful player. I've gone for Amy Cocaine. Um, she has excellent hands uh, and can kick a ball too. Um, I remember when she was playing for Wash, she, she, uh, we were in our own 22 and she just put boot to ball and we ended up about seven 
metres from the try line of the opposition. Uh, during this lockdown, I've seen some Keith Wood um, moments where he kicks the ball yeah. and she she has that, that ability. Um, she can handle like a back. She carries unbelievably well. And again, her arrows are really, really consistent. So she, she tends to do the unexpected when you've got look at the fact that she's got the number two on her back. So for me, she gets the X Factor number two shirt. Great stuff. So Amy Cocaine alongside Hannah Bottom and the cornerstone, your, your tight head. And this goes to Sarah Byrne. Um, and I would say that's probably predictable. Um, her footwork and acceleration over the first three metres is is exceptional. Uh, I know Rocky Clark calls her the baby rhino um, and she's just so difficult to stop. She's another one who's very hungry for those opportunities. Um, I think the Six Nations season 18-19, she was exceptional in in her X Factor in every single game. She always brings a special moment to the field um, in every game I've ever seen her play. So she gets that number three shirt. Nice, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, former, former centre-back row, wasn't she? And uh, yeah, that try against Wales for years back was just... Yes, very yes, firmly X Factor. So Hannah Bottom and Amy Cocaine, Sarah Byrne, all of England uh, in that front row. Second row, in behind them. So we go across the, the, the water for this one and the Ooh. fourth shirt goes to Lene Corson. She, for me, is an incredibly strong, powerful player with the most fabulous offloading skills and great hands. Um, she's played for France in the sevens as well. Um, and for a second row, to be able to play international sevens shows her, her pedigree. Um, she's created many, many tries for France where she's offloaded out of tackles or she's just moved the ball like a back in open spaces. Um, she, she does her job as a second row fantastically well as well in the, in the line out, but it's what she adds around the field and, and how opportunities are continued when she's in the line. She's just a, a, a fabulously skillful second row. So have you have you worked have you worked with her, Giselle, or is that just admiration from afar? No, I have worked with her. So so when uh, the Barbarians was formed as the first, we, I was very privileged to have been given the job to coach the first women's Barbarian side, and I was asked who would I really really like to be in that team um, that epitomised the the Barbarian spirit, and I asked that it would be Lene Corso. So Fee Stockley worked her magic and Lenny Corsell was in our side. So there you go. You don't say no to Fee, do you? As simple as that. Um, yeah, she, she she was great. So that was, and it was fabulous to work with her. And she, she also brought an enormous amount to, to the Barbarians team off the field. She has a fabulous sense of humour. Uh, she stayed very connected with the group since then. Um, and she does great things for French rugby. So uh, yeah, she's a fabulous human being. Marvellous. Uh, and, and and Packy down with her? Would go to Poppy Cleal. Uh, her hat-trick against Wales this season basically says it all. She has a genuine eye for the try-line. Um, she brings this most huge energetic physicality. She's unbelievably difficult to stop with ball in hand. And she has that ruthless competitive edge. So Poppy, Poppy's ability to bring the dark arts to what she does um, is <laughs> is well hidden, well done, very competitive, and gives her team the edge. And that that is her X factor. You know, if she if she's on the field, she she makes as sure as she possibly can that she'll finish on the winning side. She's she's very very competitive, very driven, and very powerful athlete. So she gets the number five shirt. Yeah, 
several players you were describing her, and probably it's the, the, one of the greatest compliments, isn't it? That absolutely love having her on my side, detest playing mm. against her. Yes, and that's, I, uh, I would yeah. say that's probably a good way to put it, and that, as you say, is a massive compliment to a player. So the back row, six, seven, eight. So uh, at six, I've gone for Alex Matthews. Um, Alex, for me, she's a very, very complete player who all her involvements make a massive impact. She, she, she's unbelievably efficient in, in what she does. Uh, she has all the, the stuff of a six, the powerful leg drive, extraordinary over the ball in breakdown, genuine pace on the break, and she's got fabulous hands and the ability to attack and defend in equal measure um, from a six is a, is a huge X factor. Yeah, I wonder if she'll, she will come across back for the, the World Cup, obviously now with the Olympics and the World Cup, Samaji next summer. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be whether, very interesting to see. She, she, yeah, she absolutely. Uh, so Alex Matthews, yeah, uh, yeah, fabulous uh, talent. Uh, alongside her at seven. Okay, so this one for me was a was a real battle. Um, so looking at players like Maggie Alfonso, Molly Packer, Helen Clayton, all of them fabulous sevens. But the, the big battle for me between Maggie and Molly, Molly's a real warrior. Um, her competitive wear your heart on her sleeve attitude single-handedly in my opinion dragged Saracens over the line in that huge epic battle between Saris and Quinns at the stoop this this season in yeah. the Premier 15s um, she she's a fabulous fab, fabulous player but for Maggie for me with Maggie when Maggie was playing she took the game to the next level almost single-handedly. Her hard-hitting defence, her breakdown work, um, her ability to turn ball over and the way that she engaged loads of fans from both the men's game um, and other sports into the, the ability that she had on the field. So um, she's got that shirt for me. Maggie the Machine at seven. There we mm-hmm. are. And uh, making up your back row. So this goes to the colossus that is Jill Burns. Um, I was very privileged that she was our, uh, she, she captained me um, when playing for England. She also ran over the top of me on quite a few occasions when playing for Waterloo when I played for Wasps. Um, she is a, a, an incredible player. She was our very own John Eels as well, uh, goal kicking forward, but fabulous at the fundamentals of eight. I remember in the, in the World Cup final against America, the speed our scrum was going she was able to keep control of that ball at the base. Um, and, it, you know, as the scrum moved left, right, whatever, she was in complete control of it. Um, pick up from the base and always made gain line and beyond. She had the ability to offload, dominated a line out pre-lift. So she was, uh, she had to do it on her own and she was fantastic as, at that as well. Um, and uh, when she was at full pace, the knee lift she had, she was so difficult to tackle. So fantastic player and uh, dominates that eight shirt for me. Nice, yeah. And there's not a great deal she can't do, is there? You know, whether it's schmoozing around with yeah. the, the white hair blazer brigade, which, uh, you yeah, know, But the work she does doing. when she does that is just amazing. Her yes. Lancashire president stuff, you know, she she's games from the, the, the minis to the county games to everything in between she's she's phenomenal when she says yes she's going to do something you know it's going to be done 150 percent she's incredible absolutely yeah the privilege of of commentating with her 2010 world cup now she's making cushions she's entertaining various groups on facebook just sing along to their mom and oh yeah 
on and off of her guitar work as well of an end of an evening that's oh, phenomenal there you are <laughs> amazing on the bus as well so there we are uh yeah. just uh all-time x-factor pack is hannah bottoman of england amy cocaine sarah Byrne is the front row uh, Lenny Corson of France and Poppy Cleo make up the second row. Alex Matthews, Maggie Alfonsi and Jill Burns make a all-English back row as well. I'm Emily Scarrett and you are listening to the Women's Rugby Pod. So that's uh, somewhat of an X-Factor 8. Yeah, incredible. Wow. Uh, so they're going to they're gonna certainly win some ball. Whether they give it to the backs it will be another question. Um, but... but <laughs> But should they should they call for it? Who's uh, who's going to control matters at halfback, Giselle? Well, I think it's quite well documented that I'm quite a big fan of Pauline Bourdon. No, um, I love her game. <laughs> um, I think she's busy, she's brave, she's accurate. But for me, when I watch her play, her X factor is she's so present in the moment as a scrum half. She's very aware of, of what's happening around her, of what potentially is going to be happening the next phase. She's instrumental with referees. Uh, she's, you know, adds to them and, and points things out to them as things are going. She takes the penalties when she wants them, plays the advantage. She's just so in the moment. Um, and obviously has the all the, the kick pass run skills uh, and she's also a fabulous little 10 as well but but for me the little petit general at uh, at 9 goes to Pauline Bourdon Brilliant, I was just going to say she yeah fits that role of the petit general very very well indeed is she Pauline Bourdon at 9 outside her at 10 then This goes to right from someone right back in the day who in my opinion was 10 years ahead of her time and that's Karen Almond uh, she was England's first 10 um, and held the shirt for many, many years. I learnt, I sat on the bench behind her for a good few years. I learnt so much from her as a player and then had the privilege of playing alongside her at 12. She could run, she could kick, she, you know, the tackling, everything, she had everything. But her X factor was to do the right thing at the right time. So she understood the game. And as I say, she was... 10 years ahead of all of us um, when we started to play that to play the game and she she was generous in her knowledge demanded so much from us but in a fabulous way and she she would get the best out of everyone that played around her and and of the team understood game plans could communicate them and yeah was and quite calm and serene out there as well she was a an amazing standoff and i don't think she's had the the kudos that she should have had um, now the game has reached where it is, and I know she's she's living in New Zealand now, but I still think that she was somebody who was unbelievably instrumental in in where women's rugby is today. Wow, no no finer praise uh, than that for Carol. Yeah, she, she well, those matrix players. She just everything just it was like she had oh, a sort brilliant. of grid in front of her. And it, she just work it all out in the next three four plays. Yeah, just. So much yeah. time on time on the ball. So, Paulie Bordeaux and Karen Armand are your half-backs. What a half-back pair that is. is oh, it? wow. Honestly, that would have been incredible. But anyway, oh, who you, next? Do you want my winger next? You could dream. 11 or uh, centres? Should, should we go to the centres and then do back three as a whole at the end? Okay. So, at 12, another French lass, uh, Natalie, Natalie Emile. Um, she got 56 caps for France. She was playing, again, during my, my time as playing. 
she was the only way I can describe her is a brutal specimen with a really low center of gravity. So I had the the privilege, shall we say, of playing against her on a few occasions. And when she decided to run at us, she she ran at us. Um, and you know, it was it was you had to yeah your your life flashed before your eyes as she came towards <laughs> you. She was an unbelievably strong, powerful runner again, way ahead of her time. She had a wicked step at the last minute that made it even more difficult. Um, I would call her the gain line queen um because if she took the ball and decided that's where she was going, that's where she got um unbelievable physical handoff she France actually played her a few times um at six as well um and she she's coached since. Um, and I, I have got one memory, and, and this player will kill me for saying it, but uh, I used to play in the centre with Claire Vivian, and um, we were playing France on one, one occasion, and, and Natalie decided she was going to be running at Claire, and Claire was really, really proud of her defence. She was a really, really good defender, but on this occasion, Natalie hit her in the solar plexus, and I've got this image of Claire flying backwards with arms and legs both outside, and she landed on my backside, <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't help laughing as I ran chase back and ran past her of which I got a mouthful of abuse from Claire but it was a, a f- fabulous moment but fortunately we snuffed it out snuffed the stuff out before it, it it affected our scoreboard but uh yeah she was an Natalie was an incredible player yeah the uh French legend uh, at 12 who's going to be outside her so x-factor um herself Emily Scarrett at 13 um, everybody knows about Emily and, and her her skill set, but for me, her X factor is her ability to step up when it really, really counts. The 2014 World Cup final against Canada, it was her who scored that try, and it was a it wasn't a set play. It was just a, a moment where, when she describes it, the ball came out before they were organised and ready, so to speak, and uh, so she just saw the gap and scores the try. Uh, French game in San Diego when they were under a lot of pressure. Um, she rose really, really high to take the high ball and score then. Uh, and again, this, this year's Six Nations against France, really, really close. And she ran that amazing line off of the offload from uh, Amber Reid to score. She just sees space and knows how to get that ball there. Um, so a lot of players see space but aren't always clear how to get it there at the right time, you know, to, to exploit it. And she, she does that. And defences just can't take their eyes off her. So her very presence makes makes space for other people. So... Uh, Emily takes that shirt. Yes, as you know, we've been doing a, a few of these, and it's kind of normally a case of writing one to fifteen and filling in number thirteen straight away. It doesn't matter where the, yeah. where the people come from. Yeah. yeah, World Player of the Year, Emily Scout at thirteen. So you're you're back three then, Giselle. Okay, so on the left wing, I have gone for Sude, um, a player that I know know well. I used to coach her for Wasan and England. Um, Absolute prolific runner with the ball, almost Jerry Guscott-esque. Um, her, her X factor was her line break. She'd just glide through the gaps um, and then fabulous at looking on, after the ball on the other side. There's a lot of players that can break lines or, or find spaces but then don't necessarily do the right thing with the ball the other side of the defence. Yeah. Um, but Daisy absolutely did. Um, she'd either score it herself, which her 61 tries in, 59 appearances, I believe, um, states, but also she could link with her teammates or look after the ball in contact till the cavalry arrived. Um, and that for me was a, that's an amazing X factor to, uh, to be able to do on the other side of the defense. So 
Daisy definitely gets that shirt. Yeah. You know, it didn't look like she was, it was effortless. So she didn't look like she was moving that fast. So you think you've got her covered and then all of a sudden you realise you haven't. <laughs> yeah. And uh, exactly the same in a commentary box with a mic in her hand. It's just, just like she'd be doing it all her life. Exactly the same as uh, playing playing on the field. So She uh, knows her stuff, doesn't she? Yeah, she knows no, her stuff. Yeah, d- yeah, been a real privilege to commentate with her over the years. Uh, on the on the right wing, then. So I've gone for Jasmine Joyce. Um, she has the ability to win a, a game on her own when she's in the mood. Uh, the four tries for the Barbarians against the USA stands testament to that. The try that never was for Wales against Italy. Oh, um, yeah. And when you ever you watch her in sevens, you give her a yard and she's just gone. Um, she has electric pace, great vision, and she's only a tiny wee thing, but. My God, does she back herself? And, and you know, that is, for me, that X factor. She's she's obviously very rapid, but the fact that she believes that she's going to get past people, the fact that she's prepared to take people on. So uh, that's, uh, uh, for me, that X factor finds her way into this team. Proper wheels. Yeah, I mean, that, that try over in Italy was, well, non-try, as you say, but wow. Yes. Absolutely yes. extraordinary. Uh, it was the only highlight in a very, very dull game, I can assure you. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so make up the, the back three alongside Sue Day and Jasmine Joyce then. This player has feet to die for. Um, I've had the privilege of coaching her, um, Nolly Waterman. Uh, she can step away out of a paper bag. Uh, and then the acceleration that she has post-step, that's the magical bit. So she jumps to the side and then the power that she explodes with just leaves defenders dead. Um, and literally, you know, there's several times you see her weave through what can only be described as M25 traffic. <laughs> she comes out the other side and is, and is gone. Um and you don't draw, you don't score the try of the decade for nothing, which I believe you commentated on, Johnny. So uh, she's um, she's a very very special fullback, great under the high ball. Again, not a big player, but incredibly brave, and her understanding of positional play and and how to, to defend that back play, that backfield. I, I don't know if you remember in defence when uh, she was playing for Wasps uh, when she turned around and chased back. I think it was uh, yep. to feed Pope. Pocock she caught yep. and you know when you look from where she started to to where Fee started and she just decided that's what she was going to do and hauled her down before before the try line was uh, again another exceptional exceptional moment and, and whenever Nolly was on the field there would always be something in every single game that she would do that would challenge the defence and, and quite frequently change the game. Yes, it was. Uh, whenever you had the ball in your hand, you, you, you knew, even if you weren't watching the game, because you could tell from the reaction of the crowd. One of those, yeah, like you, you mentioned, uh, sort of Jerry Guska, yeah, Jason Robinson, that kind of figure, wasn't she? Yeah. What's she going to do next? Yeah. Um, yeah. Nolly Waterman at 15. So, John uh, May, there's all time X Factor 15 backline. Pauline Bourdon of France, Karen Ormond of England on the left wing, Sue Day uh, of, of England. 12, Natalie Amiel of France, 13, Emily Scarrett, 14, Jasmine Joyce of Wales and Nolly Waterman of the Red Roses at 15. So... Good little backline, eh? Good. Very, very good little backline. Very good yeah. backline indeed. So, do we do a captain now and then the bench? Yep. Well, my captain would be who captained me and that's Jill Burns. Um, obviously from an eight, you get, you know, that's a great place to be able to captain a side because you're involved with, 
with everything at the at the centre, very aware of how the ball's being used and the momentum of the game. But just her manner, her way, um, her presence, physical presence. You know, she she demanded respect from the opposition, from referees, um, and and influential in how she she would keep the team on an even keel and so on. So it goes to Jill Burns. So Jill Burns is the captain. MBE, we are going to have to get you to say. Uh, MBE, Giselle, because you know how upset she gets if people don't mention it when she says that. <laughs> Jill ju- Burns, MBE. And I'll just drop I'll, I'll, my X Factor 15. There you go. <laughs> I'll drop it in every time you say it because, you know, I'll, I'll get emails from her. You know, you know I will. <laughs> um, so that 15 then, let's race through that very quickly. Uh, Hannah Bottom, one. Amy Cocaine, two. Sarah Burns, three. Lenny Corson, four. Poppy Cleo, five. Alex Matthews, Maggie Alfonsi, Jill Burns, captain. The back row. Pauli Bordeaux, Karen Armand, the half. Back Sude, Natty Amiel of France at 12, Emily Scarrett, Jasmine Joyce, and Nolly Waterman. Wow, what a 15. Uh, and you're absolutely right. Bang. Packed full of X Factor indeed. So if that's a And that's why those that's why those forwards would have to give those backs the ball. They couldn't hog it all to themselves, could they? You, you try telling them. Yeah, no, no, I can no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. Um but uh yo, know, that, that's as I say, full of X factor. So you you want some impact off the bench. This is going to be exciting mm-hmm. too. So let's start with your reserve hooker. Okay, so I've gone for Vicky Fleetwood there. Yeah. Um, she is so powerfully explosive. Um, she's she's again. I've had the privilege of working with her when she was a young athlete, and she is one of the most powerfully explosive athletes I've ever ever worked with. Um, she's so dynamic, and that all or nothing mentality that she has. Um, when she's on the ball, in the tackle, the pace, and she's got great footwork as well. And she, she you know, coming off the bench there and adding that to um, a, a pack when the opposition may be tiring would be, a fun, you know, I, I always think she adds something so, so special when she comes onto the field. Yeah, she's been moved around a little bit and she's now concentrating sort of a little bit on back row. But yes, a fabulous, fabulous hooker. Uh, your two reserve props then. Okay, I've I've kind of cheated a bit here because I've gone for both loose, loose heads, but don't uh, tell anyone, so it's fine. So I've gone for Vicky Cornbra and Lisa Aricast, um, both of which are can do eighty minutes if they had to. So if we got an injury very early doors, it wouldn't it wouldn't weaken the side because they can both do the eighty minutes if they need to. Um, but they that for me their X factors are the set piece, and you know with a side like we've got here they need to make sure that they're winning ball to do all these x-factor things so you know the the set piece work is so important to release release players x-factor and and both of these scrummage fantastically well um and fabulous lifters in the line out ensuring that the quality of ball that the side that they're playing for is always on point and uh you know that that's the be all and end all before you can do anything with x-factors or anything so those two are are both fabulous players and would, would be sitting on my bench. Yeah, England's Vicky Cornborough and Francis Lisa Arikast. Second row replacement, or have you sort of done a back row each? So this row? player enormously impressed me, this Six Nations, uh, Zoe Allcroft. Nice. Um, her X factor is, is her team ethic work rate. Now, for me, when you've got a side like I've picked, you do need people that are going to go clear out rucks and yeah. consistently clear them out really well um, and not just be looking to run around ball in hand. Um, she's not a show pony at all, but graphs and graphs and graphs. And, and she's, again, another one like Alex Matthews, who's very accurate with all of her involvements. 
Um, and that work rate that she brings frees up these other players to do the flash stuff. Um, and again, her line out consistently on point. She calls it, um, reads the opposition well, um, and is a player that again has got so much more to come. Uh, and, and that X factor of that team ethic work rate would really help this side in its last 25, 30 minutes when she comes off the bench. Well, yeah, I did uh, one of these with uh, Lisa Bird Burgess, and yeah, she she popped her straight in as well to to her, to her starting fifteen. So and she's only only just sort of breaking through to her international career. So yes, many many good years ahead of her. Uh, back row replacement. So as I already alluded to, um, Marley Packer gets yeah, the shirt, okay. um, and I've explained why as as my warrior. Um, but she would be, would have been hotly contested by Helen Rob Clayton, who was the toughest player I've ever played with. Unfortunately, it was my seven when I played 10. So she looked after me constantly. <laughs> um, and the other one that would get a mention here, which I really considered was Jade Conkle. Um, she works her magic even when she's behind a beaten pack, when she's playing internationally. Obviously, for Quinn, she's going forward. But um, when she plays for Scotland, not always. But she still is, a, is the standout player and you you know in that pack she 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 just manages no matter what the quality of ball to show her her resilience her go forward her strength and she's a she's a very dedicated athlete as well but it, I've given the shirt to Marley Packer Marley Packer there she is soon to be mother Marley Packer um, yeah and into your back replacements then have you gone Another forward in there, or we, or we got three back replacements? No, 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 I've gone three backs. I've nice. gone three backs. Regular. So uh, I think we've got enough forwards out on this park. <laughs> so uh, I've, got, I've gone with three backs. Um, Laurent Sansus, um, again, uh, a recent breakthrough player. Uh, really, really special player. Um, she's produced consistently threatening performances, and so much so that she's actually moved Pauline Bourdon to... 10 for France at the moment because that's how they get the best out, out of both of them. But for me, I, I think she still sits just behind Pauline if you just are picking a nine. But her work around the edges um, threatens defences. Back row have to keep an eye on her constantly, which makes space for, for her fly half. Uh, she's brave um, and a real joy to watch. Really, really exciting to watch. Um, and that combination between Sanssouz and, and Bourdon, I think, for France, is going to be one to really watch as it as it develops, because they've still got it's a, it's a very new partnership, and it's been something France haven't had as a set combination. And now with both those two players there, I think that's going to be a real threat for, for other international sides. Sanssouz and uh, Bourdon on the on the field consistently, as you say, yeah, that relationship will just grow and grow. Uh, yeah, twenty two shirt. Okay, so before before I look at that, obviously Katie Daly McLean, um, I have to mention her here because I feel her X factor is the ability to manage the game. I haven't seen a, a fly half manage the game like Katie does. Went to run, pass, kick, um, and permanent threat to defences. But in this team that I've picked, if Karen was coming off, yeah. then Sanseus would come on at nine, and I could move Bourne on to ten. So I haven't gone with Katie. I've gone with who I believe to be one of the best distributors the game's seen, and that's Rachel Burford, your fellow uh, podcaster. Your pod um, wife, yep. If there's space, then Berth's able to get the ball there quickly, consistently, so her teammates don't break stride. And as an outside back, that's a dream, because then you've literally just got to come onto that ball, and then you're at full pace threatening the defence, and you don't have to stop, check, 
any of that stuff and and to come on in you know if Berth comes off a bench like that and uh, is able she'll she'll have her understanding of the game she'll have already worked out exactly where she believes the weaknesses in the defense are she comes on and the ball just starts to move around in the last 25 30 minutes of a game when opposition packs and defenses are a little bit tired I think Berth's ability to would rip it apart so she gets that shirt nice and then Outside of her, the speed back three player would be Bevan Parsons, um, intercept queen. Uh, she's so young, um, but she's changed so many of, of situations for Ireland and actually scored tries from them when they're camped on their own line by her defensive reads. And for someone so young to to do that, she's she's somebody that I think is going to be a real impact on the women's game in the future. Um, pure pace, and she's developing a beautiful swerve as well. So uh, she's the one I've put in 23 shirt. Nice, Pepper Parsons. Yeah, had a had a great Six Nations till she had to go off and do had to go uh, and study. Yeah, had to go and do her her studies, as you say. So uh, a bench for Geomathers X Factor 23. Uh, Vicky Fleetwood uh, from England. Vicky Cormorah. Ari Cash of France, Allcroft, England, Marley Packer, 20, Sassus of France, the reserve, uh, 9. Rachel Burford and Bevan Parsons from Ireland makes up the 23. Happy to lock it in. Any last-minute changes? Absolutely. No? No, that's all good. Done and dusted. That's brilliant. Giselle, thank you so much for taking the, the, the time to do that. Uh, I know people are really enjoying hearing these and uh, we'll sort of keep putting them out through through the summer uh, so that people can uh, just drop in and listen to listen to you legends um, selecting these things. So yeah, really, really appreciate you coming on and doing that for us today. And, and My keep, pleasure. And keep well. My pleasure. You take care now.